Welcome to episode three of the Creative Leaders Podcast. I'm Dwight Hodge, your host, and today I'm going to share some ideas around uh, leadership and your ability to give your team space to run and give your team space to, I guess, fall and fail and try things out. I love the analogy of walking a dog. And are you that dog walker that has a really tight hold on the leash and on a really short leash and you won't let the, the dog move from your side as you walk or do you have a retractable leash and you let the dog run you know quite uh, quite a distance from you out in front or out to the side but you still have you still have uh, control with with the lead but you're giving the dog a whole lot more freedom and as you go for that walk and you get to a dog park uh, an off-lead dog park and fenced in area are you free to let them run around within the boundaries of of the uh, of the off lead area, or do you still keep them on the lead? Because the thing is that your dog's quite smart, and if he's on the lead and he sees sees all those other dogs running around freely, there's going to be a bit of jealousy, I think, <laughs> come into play there. So you know, it's not just what is happening within your uh, individual relationships with your team members, but also what they see going on um, and the, the direction that leadership is taking. And that movement towards more autonomy in teams is such a powerful thing to, to allow your team to take ownership um, of a certain number of tasks and in certain areas and just the positive impact that that's having on businesses. So when you're taking uh, you know, your dog for the walk, um, what, you know, what style of dog walker are you, I guess is the kind of question and, and how that relates to, to leadership. Do you hold a really... you know? tight grip on the lead and and uh, walk with a very short lead? Are you micromanaging your team? Are you like the helicopter parent that won't sort of leave them alone, um, wrapping them up in cotton wool? Is it that you don't want them to um, make any mistakes and fail? Um, or is it that you're so worried if they do, what will happen? Just the mindset around that and why I guess we act in the way we do is a really important thing for you to think about for yourself. It, um, it's always been something within, I guess, my role in training and coaching people that I'm really happy for them to take over my job. I think sometimes talking around mindset and leadership in giving um, our team space to run and to play and to try things on, uh, it's, I think some leaders are a bit worried about how they look if someone uh, really um, develops their own leadership skills. Whereas I think our role as leaders is to develop more leaders. And I'm more than happy for someone that has um, worked with me or in one of my teams to step up and take on a role that, I, that I've done. And I've actually, I guess over the years in, in different roles, put myself out of a job um, in doing that, but then have built a, a relationship and kept the, um, the knowledge and the wisdom and the capabilities of that team member with us longer than we would have if I felt threatened uh, by training and coaching and developing them up to, to the level that I was at or, or even in some cases, you know, past the level that I was working at. And thinking about, uh, you know, how much leeway you give them or, or how much lead you let, let them run on 
or in that sort of, I guess, analogy, whether you let them off the lead in the dog park and let them run free within the confines and the boundaries of the park is an interesting concept. Like I said, around failure and is the idea of the short leash uh, a fear of them failing? Is it a fear of how your team failing may, may make you look? Um, it's an interesting area to explore. And I love the, the, um, the, I've written about it a little while ago, but the idea of the safety net. If you think about um, going to a circus and they have the trapeze act and they have the safety net under the trapeze, well, sometimes some crazy um, acrobats uh, don't, but you know most of them, if you think about that, that safety net, the safety net is not there to stop the acrobat falling. The safety net is there to stop the fall being fatal. And I guess a great question to pose is, at what height is that safety net for your team? Where do you have that positioned? Because I think some some leaders look at it like, yes, I've got a safety net, but they have it so high that they're actually using the safety net to stop their team falling. They're using the safety net to stop their team failing but it's not until we fail and we fall, uh, fall over that we really learn. If we're always held within our comfort zone and we're not given the opportunity to fail and to fall, then we're not really learning new things. We're not getting uncomfortable and we're just sticking so tightly within our lane that we don't learn anything new. And I think it's so important to have a safety net there so that the falls that our team members have aren't fatal for them. They don't make such a massive a mistake that it uh, you know cost them their job or or their future, but that they're allowed to make mistakes, and that within the uh, within the confines of the area that you let them roam, then they can take on those challenging ac- acrobatic um, stunts, and they know that you are there to support them. They might get a few scratches and bruises along the way, but what they're going to do in trying on new things is not going to be fatal for them. So there also comes, obviously, when you think about that, a lot of trust um, between you and your team, that they have trust in you and you have trust in them. And setting the boundaries and uh, having that supporting safety net really sets up that foundation of everyone knowing what the parameters are, what the boundaries are, and what areas they can play in. With that analogy as well around the trapeze act and the safety net, I think some leaders, like I said earlier, they say that they've got a safety net, but they've wrapped it up, they've lifted it so high that it's nearly wrapped that safety net around their team members. So the challenge being, it it ends up being more like a cocoon than a safety net. So uh, it's like as if all of your team members are running around in zorb balls. Um, Even if they did fall over, they're not going to feel anything and they're not going to learn anything from it. So we need to allow that space for them to tumble to fall, to fail, because failure isn't fatal. Um, and that's why we have that safety net. It reminds me of uh, last week taking my two sons who are eight and nine for a bike ride. And uh, Hudson, my oldest, uh, was riding off in front, leading the way, and um, he took a pretty big tumble. Um, and he happened to, to veer off the side of the, the path onto the grass, which was fine. But as he went to sort of just roll back up onto the, the um, asphalt bike path, he came a cropper. There was a bit of a lip back onto the bike path and he's pretty much just fell off and went over the handlebars. I shouldn't laugh. But um, he was spread eagle in the middle of the bike path. 
and it looked pretty serious. Uh, and I rode up to him and said, are you okay? And sort of face down on the, in the middle of the path, he said, yeah, I think so. So I picked him up, all excited, um, and made sure he was okay. He had a few scratches and bruises and took a bit of bark off the inside of his elbow. Um, but he got back on his bike and he was ready to keep riding. And it had much more to do with my attitude around him falling and how excited I was coming up to him on my bike and saying, how did you go? Um, and my, um, I guess, perspective on that fall and that, hey, how good was that? And that was a massive crash you had, but you're okay. You can get up and you know ride home. So my um, focus and my mindset and my perspective around him falling had a huge impact on his ability to get up and keep riding. And then his desire to keep riding and going out and becoming better at, um, at riding his uh, bigger bike that he got for Christmas. So as a leader, it's not about stopping your team members from falling. It's not about stopping them from making any mistakes. But the way that you act and the mindset and the perspective that you bring to that is going to have a huge impact on whether your team are willing to push the boundaries and to get outside their comfort zone and to learn and develop new skills. And that can only be good for your team and for your business. So if you can have your team have that mindset of trying things on, of giving it a go, and of not being so concerned about um, failing or not succeeding to the level that they want to, the business is gonna become more innovative. Uh, There's gonna be more creative ideas uh, spring up from individual team members, but also across um, different team members coming up and connecting their ideas. And that can only be a win for for you as the leader and your business. So what I'd say is remember that failure is not fatal. As a leader, you don't want to micromanage. You don't want to be a, a helicopter parent. And you certainly don't want to create uh, a cotton wool generation where you wrap up your team members in cotton wool and never let them put a foot wrong. If that uh, analogy about dog walking really resonated with you, um, think about how, how are you as a dog walker? Do you hold a tight grip on a short leash or do you happily let your dog roam free in the off-lead dog park? And where is that trapeze um, safety net for your team? Have you lifted it up too high? Or like we said, have you wrapped it around them so it's actually a cocoon that stops them taking a wrong step or even having a fall? It's fantastic for your team to let them fail, to let them make mistakes and to let them learn from them. And your perspective and your mindset around how you you act and how you treat them when they fail is going to have a huge impact on whether they're willing to give it a go again or whether they're just going to hide back and shrink back into their cocoon. I hope that you've uh, gained some value out of today's podcast. I hope that you loosen your grip and you let your team learn and fail and pick themselves up and learn and develop and keep that process running. Because it's going to be so uh, valuable for you as a leader to then um, share that leadership and let people take ownership of their own leadership and of the team but also for the success of the business. 
for the retention of your team, uh, knowing that they have some say and some um, control over their own destiny and uh, just for the, the teamwork and the team spirit. It's such a, a fantastic mindset and perspective to have. So best of luck letting, uh, letting go of that grip that you may have. Uh, and I'd love to hear any um, thoughts or ideas that you have around leadership, around building creativity and innovation within your team and any wins that you've had in uh, leaning into the discomfort of letting go of that leash a little. Look forward to catching up again in another two weeks for episode four of the Creative Leaders Podcast. Until then, have a great week. Thank you.